This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious... <coughs> I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days, so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Welcome to Almost Famous Minute, where we're discussing the 2000 Cameron Crowe film Almost Famous, one minute at a time. I'm Eric Nash from Feels Like Weezer. I'm Aaron Stark from um, various places around the internet and the You Are Not Alone Facebook group. Hey, great to have you back on here on Friday, Aaron. How you doing? I'm doing great. How about yourself, Eric? Yeah, Yeah, pretty good. We're wrapping up this first week. Here with Minute 3, and it starts with more concert memorabilia and writing, and ends with chipmunks singing about Christmas in 60s Southern California. Which is the way every good acid trip should end. (laughs) Um, So, you know, wrapping up this cast, we've just got these four more cast uh, members. uh, First one being Zoe Deschanel. She is the epitome of quirky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and actually all all three three out of these four are all listed on the same page. You know, as as credits sometimes do. Kind of list some together that are on the lower end of the of the uh listing. But yeah, she's yeah, she's uh yeah, done a lot of uh of these characters that are certainly on the quirky side. She's been in a couple of my favorites, though. This is evidently her second film. She debuted in a film called Mumford, and then she supported in this one. Um, she was in one of my all-time favorite movies, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> which was fantastic. Um, most of the other ones aren't really my type of movie. Um, mm-hmm. More, my, I bet my wife and daughter have seen all of them. <laughs> Uh, failure to launch 500 days of summer but she's also really well known for her singing she has an excellent singing voice yeah. mm-hmm. and has released a couple jazz albums yeah and that's that's the the group called she and him i've never really listened to their music but i have i i can't say i've never listened i've heard it a couple times but i've never like listened to it on purpose but it yeah. is very enjoyable and then we got uh jimmy fallon yeah yeah and a lot of people you know, you'll mention Jimmy Fallon in this movie. And they're like, "What? He's what? He's in that?" It's like, um, "Yeah, he's he's uh We'll get to him much later on." Yes, and I actually really like his character. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, and you know, today, yeah, yeah, today, I mean, he's you know the host of the Tonight Show, which I mean, for me, you know, I'm, I I go back when I was a kid. Johnny Carson was ending his his run. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, and, and before this though, I mean, he was doing SNL. I mean, this this is probably I think in the middle of him being on SNL. Yeah, well, this this was I think the, his first thing near the end of his SNL run. Okay. Um, yeah. his S he was notorious for SNL on SNL for breaking character. He yeah. would constantly drop out of the uh, skit and start laughing his head off. Yeah, he's uh, that that transition. He he finally stabilized that Tonight Show after the mess that happened with um because. Co- Carson left, and that was a legend leaving. And then we had the Jay Leno, and then Conan O'Brien, and then Jay Leno. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And but Jimmy has definitely brought it. um, I think the both Jimmy and Stephen Colbert have definitely taken this generation Mm -hmm. of the late night shows to a new level. Yeah, Fallon is another one known for some of his musical tastes out. Uh, beyond just comedy yeah mm-hmm. well i mean you know and, and really as far as i know i don't think he's anything done anything kind of serious musically but, no I mean, no he, just he, in mean, his comedy I, I i have at least one album he's they've released one album of of essentially stuff he's done on his show um mm-hmm. where he's imitating essentially like neil young and bruce springsteen and a few others i think his um, neil young is fantastic He's got some kind of knack for that that kind of a mixture of, of a, some funny musician stuff. Yeah. And he usually, um, looking at his, his filmography, he, for the last 10 years, looks like he's mostly cameoed as himself. Yeah, um, okay. He has a run of, looks like, one, two, well, se- six, seven films where he cameoed all by himself. Well, and those are probably where he's he's they're, they're showing a TV and 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 a yeah. scene, and he's yeah. you know doing his Tonight Show gig or something yeah. somewhere at least. You yeah, know, and this, that goes back to to at least like the the one I really noticed it on where where they used you know the real people um, uh, is uh, Contact, the movie Contact, and Larry King mm. is there interviewing Matthew McConaughey, but not as Matthew mm-hmm. McConaughey, but as the yeah. as, as his character in the movie. And they have they even used clips of Bill Clinton at the time too. Yeah, I thought that movie was so well done. You know, finding finding uh, alien or you know stuff that really seemed to indicate there's possibility for some kind of alien life on Mars. Stuff that was kind of coming out then of him talking about this extraordinary event happening, and <laughs> they just make it into well, he's talking about this this mm-hmm. other kind of alien <laughs> uh, message that happens in that movie. Crazy. Yeah, and um, uh, looking at more of what he's done, he was in one of my favorite series and a complete departure for him. I think it might be one of his only really dramatic roles beyond this in Almost Famous was he was in Band of Brothers on oh, HBO. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. And Yeah, wow. he, had, he had a small part, but almost everybody mm-hmm. had small parts in that. And, yeah. But he was, it was really well done, really, really well done. And then he went on a long mm-hmm. career of hosting, so... He would host at yeah, various right. award shows. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so such a such a you know a big jump from having this uh, kind of smaller part in this movie. Really, really weird that we get him here for this. And then we have the one I think I know the least about, which would be mm-hmm. 
Bijou Phillips. I think I mostly know her because of her parents. Um, or it might be her sister. Right. Well, you know, and I've thought that at times, but then I've, I've, I've half you know, siblings. I've, I've, I've with with Busy Phillips. No, no. Huh? Um, um, oh, you're talking about Mackenzie yeah, with with the yeah Wilson and Phillips. Yeah. Phillips. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you know, right. And their 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 father was was like I, you know, and, and for <laughs> for him, you know, he he definitely got around uh John Phillips. Mm-hmm. Um we won't even get into the more lascivious nature stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I left um, the mamas and the papas as a yeah. whole episode of its own. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Yeah. And she doesn't really seem to have much in the way of a filmography. She's done mm-hmm. some small port parts some port parts in some independent horror films, um, a couple uh, bit parts in movies. No, no lead, no, no leads anywhere. Doesn't seem. She did have a small part in a couple of, uh, Fox comedies. She was on uh, guest starred in some Hawaii Five O episodes, and I believe she was a a victim of a crime on a Law and Order episode. She got to play a corpse. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then finally on the next, you know, on a, on a one last, uh, separate, uh, listing or, you know, or the, uh, the, the yellow legal pad, uh, you know, and Phil, or I think it's Anne, is it? Yeah. And Philip Seymour Hoffman. Um, and, and that, that might be, you know, <laughs> besides maybe Francis McDormand, <laughs> you know, I mean, these yeah, two, I think two that's awfully comparable. huge actors, just, just amazing and, and big Big uh, yeah. amounts of credits, and so versatile. Such a yeah. such a terrible loss when, yeah, when he right. died. Yes, his from from his comedy and things like Boogie Nights, and then this, and then Big Lebowski, and then his more dramatic stuff in like Capote, where it, right. that was just I wasn't even a big fan of what? the Truman Capote story, and that blew me away. Yeah, and and Magnolia. Magnolia, I mean, yeah, yeah. The Boogie Nights, Magnolia. You know, the, the, those couple that with uh, were with um, uh, Anderson. Uh, and I think Thomas my Anderson. I think my first one I ever saw him in was oh, Twister. Man. Honestly, yeah. The the other Anderson one uh, that I like a lot is uh, The Master. And uh, speaking yes. of Scientology, that we were, you know, that's yes. I uh, that's on the list of ones to watch. Similar to I this, have, it's it's names changed, but it's yeah. <laughs> I have not been able to see yeah. that one yet, but I really, uh-huh. really want to. Yeah. He was in. He was incent of a woman. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. The uh, yeah. the um, uh, uh, Charlie Kaufman, um, as the director of uh, uh, Synecdoche, New York. Mm, um, I've watched that for a while. But yeah, I thank you for. <laughs> I do have a hard time with that one for some crazy reason. Um, yeah, the invention of lying—that's what another one of my all-time favorite movies. He was in the invention of lying. Okay. Have you ever seen that one with Ricky Gervais? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen. I've definitely or, seen parts of it at least. Yeah, that that one was. I think that one was really well done. Mm-hmm. Then uh, Moneyball, um, yeah. all the Hunger Games movies, which is strange <laughs> that that was his last part was in the Hunger Games. And and maybe one of the yeah between Hunger Games and then this other big franchise the uh, Mission Impossible three, mm. which hopefully I'll be able to be on uh, uh, Minute Impossible uh, next season. They're in the middle of uh, 
uh, the second season for number two, which I was on uh, recently uh, to this recording. Um, I was on the first first season and second season. Hopefully I'll make it to the third as well. Looks like at the very beginning of his career, he also played a killer on Law & Order. Oh, yeah. <laughs> killer or corpse. <laughs> yep, probably both. Or a fam- family member. Yep. <laughs> I mean, you got some other people in there, like Robin Williams, you know, that have done, that done those roles too. And Oh, yeah. It's, I, that's 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 a proving ground where they'll throw you in for an episode or two. Okay. What's funny is after my we watch all those shows and have for a long time, so you'll see someone as a killer in season yeah. four, and then they're a detective in season twelve. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then so we've come to the end of the credits. Yeah. The first song ends, and then we have the start of the. Chipmunks, Alvin and the Chipmunks, mm-hmm. and and one thing that's also then happening is with all this memorabilia and it's uh, zooming in on this uh, one uh, one piece. It's uh, a key, little keychain with just one key on it, and the and the tag of the keychain is uh, the plaza. Yeah, and the um, uh, debauchery in hotels will play heavily into the yeah, plot right. of this movie. <laughs> But then, but then it cuts you. Know, besides the music starting of, of Chipmunks uh, singing about Christmas, which was a huge thing for me as a kid, I had a, I had a vinyl Fisher, Fisher Price vinyl. Or actually, it was probably more, very much, much more, much more plasticky than vinyl is technically. Um, uh, of a player of uh, turntable of record, a record player, mm-hmm. um, toy record player from Fisher Price that I definitely had. You know, this this song as well as many other kinds of things like Star Wars <laughs> storybooks <laughs> and uh, the Jungle Book and other, yeah, other I used to have a, Disney uh, and Star Wars. I used to have a, there was a, uh, my parents got me at the same time the this exact record, actually, of the Chipmunks yeah. Christmas song. Mm-hmm. And then another, it was a 45, I had a little 45 player. And then the other 45 that got me was a Marvel Comics song where Stan Lee was singing... Um, Make the Marvel Marching Society. Oh wow! I'm gonna have to figure yeah. that. We'll have to, we'll have to post that. We'll have to. There are some a uh, couple good guys that are doing uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and yeah, the, when that this was comes an old, out, we'll definitely. I'm sure it's somewhere on the internet. I'm sure, it's, yeah, I'm sure it's Yeah, everything's on YouTube these days, so someone has put it up there. But it's it's and it's a bunch of kids singing, "We are the Mary Marvel Marching Society." Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and so, and then the, 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 the shots that we see visually, we get, uh, you know, these palm trees looking up at the sky, you know, and it's, and it's, you know, it's, <laughs> they're moving by pretty fast, you know, it's so, and it turns out, you know, it's, I think it's pretty obvious, you know, that, that, you know, you're, we're driving on, we're, we're in a car driving along a street <clears throat> and looking at some other stuff, but right, right at first, it's not that obvious. It's just looking very much up with nothing no no parts of the car or anything it must must have been shot from a convertible probably or something and it does a good job of setting us right away in california mm-hmm. with the palm trees and the the that that general aesthetic it definitely you can feel that you're mm-hmm. in southern california with that and then we see more credits come up got music supervisor danny bramson i don't know much about him and the credit for uh, Nancy Wilson, you know, of of 
Heart. Yep. Gotta love Heart. And Cameron's uh, wife. They're still on tour, Nancy and... uh, Oh, wow, yeah. Mm. Yeah. They just came through Colorado not too long ago. I tried to give my wife a ticket. She's a huge (laughs) Heart fan. I do know that um, these... The, this chipmunk song is kind of crazy because they, they've, the, the rights to it have been torn up so much that mm-hmm. the the people who own it are kind of, uh, kind of despots with it. They, 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 the one family owns the chipmunks and only they can do the chipmunks. So, <laughs> from what I've heard, they're not very easy to work with. So, my it's a little bit surprising that they were allowed for their song to be in the movie, honestly. But do you have anything else? The one other thing we're seeing, I mean, besides, you know, we eventually get to these, like, very street scenes and, and kind of like like a surf surf shop and, and some some just, you know, general neighborhood there in, in, uh, in uh, Southern California, San Diego even more specifically. Um, but uh, I think this is it. I think, ooh, yeah. So this one building that we see, I would like to point that out, and it's mm-hmm. it's uh, it's it, the street it's on is is uh, El Prado in San Diego, California, and mm-hmm. it's the San Diego Museum of Man. Oh, that's so cool. It's just it's just uh, you know it's just very interesting that this is you know kind of the one most recognizable thing. You know, I mean, you can't pinpoint where you are with these houses. That's that's pretty would be pretty crazy. But this one uh, very unique. Uh, very old looking style of a building. It's got some, you know, dome, a dome part of it, but then it's also mm-hmm. got a very, very high tower kind of part. So just point that out. Um, otherwise, I mean, the only other credit that I thought, you know, and, uh, you know, I, I think it makes sense to point out is this, uh, uh, Gail Levin, who was the casting director. And because I mean this, as we've already gone, you know, gone through some of these, some of these actors that are in this. I mean, it's it's just the initial uh, opening credits listing of actors. We will have a ton more to talk about with some other people. And when when I think I mentioned uh, back on Monday, uh, Peter Frampton, his uh, pretty small part. You know, you you barely hear him talk even. But um, but uh, you know, the scale eleven that uh, you know did just an amazing job here. For this for this movie, um, and any other movies that she did, I mean, I'm looking her up on IMDb. Okay, so she's been she's been very you know uh, hooked up with Cameron Crowe for for a, a ton of his movies. You know, um, certainly um, uh, Empire Records and uh, Jerry Maguire. Uh, this one, of course, Fiddle of the Sky, Elizabeth Town. Um, the, the other one with uh, Kate Hudson, the How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Oh, yes. Yes, most definitely. Silverado. Yep. Empire Records, one of my favorites. Yep, She's done a bunch of good movies, it looks like. What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Oh, okay, yeah. I'd like to watch that again. That's been a long time. That's a fantastic film. Yeah, yeah. That was where I noticed that Leonardo DiCaprio was... Ex- Way more talented yeah. than anybody was noticing. Right, yeah. Before yeah. I had seen him on, I think I had saw him on like a TV show, The Facts of Life, not Facts of Life. Growing what Pains. <laughs> Growing Pains, that's the one. With uh, Kirk, good old Kirk Cameron. Mm-hmm, yep. 
wonder if they talked about bananas. But um, yeah, right. <laughs> um, so and you know the only other credits kind of things. You know the, the interesting thing with the initials after a couple of the couple of the people the of the, you know there's you know two listings for editors Joe Hershing and Sarah Klein, and you know after Hershing we have ACE and that's just this kind of a. Uh, accreditation kind of that they that they need to have in there and the director of photography this john toll with his asc so good thing to see that you have someone that's uh i think been through been through the ringer and so forth and <laughs> has a, to, to to showcase that they're 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 really technically proficient absolutely in those, in those uh high demand spots um, so, um, if that's all we have for this minute, anything else, Aaron? Yeah. No, I think, I think that's about covered it. So the last question for you today, even though you'll be back with us next week, um, mm -hmm. uh, we'll have another guest, which will go through a lot of these questions we have, uh, each minute with you. Um, but so this time for you though, uh, if you can help us understand your history with this movie and, you know, the first time you saw it and, you know, how many times you've seen it i think that's uh, an interesting All thing right. but uh yeah what, what anything else you might have to say i found this movie right away after it came out i did not see it in theaters i saw it as soon as it was released on vhs and i was working at a blockbuster video at the time and i we used to be able to check out movies and take them home mm -hmm. And I checked that one out the instant it came out, and I just fell in love between the music and the story, the, the way the story caught me. And then, like I said, I just fell deeply in love with Kate Hudson. She just – I was had such a crush on her. And that I, I, I think I wore that tape out. I watched that videotape like 50 or 60 wow. times. Yeah. And just watched it over and over and over again. So much so that I could quote most of the scenes of the movie. <laughs> and it was... Over the years, I've shown it to all of my kids. And every time it comes on, I get all happy and watch it. It's one of those movies that I just won't let them turn off. Because I like to watch it all. Yeah. So whenever it's on cable. So yeah, it's I've seen it. I'd say it's an easily up to about 100 times. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's one of, one of my top yeah. five all-time favorite movies. I think that's a great reason to have have you as as uh, the co-host here this these first two weeks, and uh, and hopefully some more to come down the line too. I look forward to it. Thanks for having me. Oh, not a problem. Um, so, uh, uh, any quick last little plugs you want to do? Or just remind people. Um, if you want to follow follow me, come find me on at Stark Author or Stark Dad thirteen thirteen on Twitter. Um, come find me on Facebook. I have a Facebook group called You Are Not Alone, all based on positivity and love and support for people who don't, who feel they don't deserve it. Um, and just Google Aaron Stark or I Was Almost a School Shooter to see what I've been doing to try to advocate for more attention to mental health and to um, give support to the more outcast in society. Yeah, it's an amazing thing you're doing. We really appreciate it. Well, thank you very much. I'm not stopping anytime soon, so stay no, tuned. Yeah, please. <laughs> um, so this was uh, Friday with, on with Minute 3 and with Aaron, and we'll be back with him next week, too, with uh, uh, another special guest. So until then, um, it's all happening. It's all happening. I am a golden god!
queen of hearts is always your best bet. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 